welcome back to Power Rankings. You know what this is. I go through my Power Rankings from 32 to 1. I do it every Wednesday. This is the Week 11 Power Rankings. Let's get right into it with number 32, and that is the New York Jets. Coming off of a bye week, the Jets can potentially be prepared enough to win a game. I would not bet on it, though. They are playing the Chargers, who who do have a good offense. But, you know, the Chargers aren't a great team. So, so you know, the Jets could pull off a win this week. Moving on to 31, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. They did a great job last week versus the Packers, but they are still led by Jake Luton, a guy I don't feel confident with. And, I mean, Green Bay did not have a healthy secondary, and they're playing Pittsburgh this week. That's scary because James... Because I would say that James that James Robinson is their most scary player, and Pittsburgh's rush defense really doesn't let really good running backs do well. So, yeah, I'm, I don't think they're going to score many points. Moving on to number 30, we have the Dallas Cowboys. Getting Andy Dalton back is huge and can potentially get this offense back to work. Garrett... Garrett, Garrett Gilbert did look very good versus Pittsburgh, but with Andy Dalton, you might have a chance to score 30. Moving on to number 29, we have the Washington football team. They lost a heartbreaker this week to Detroit. The defense just basically just needs to grow. They have a phenomenal defense, but the offense really needs a number one guy, whether that be at wide receiver or at running back, because Antonio Gibson, very good. Terry McLaurin, very good, but they don't have a number two at either of those spots, and that's mm-mm. that is that is exactly why they're doing bad. Plus, you know their quarterback play, very very mediocre. Moving on to twenty eight, we have the Houston Texans, seven points versus Cleveland. Come on, come on, that uh, th- this this Houston team is such a mess. If they do not nail this head coaching search, then I'm just – then like this team will be bad for years to come. Moving on to 27, we have the Detroit Lions. The Lions' defense is very bad, and when you look at the offense, it has the talent to be good, but ultimately it is mediocre. At 26, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. They got utterly destroyed versus Pittsburgh this week. And it continued to show that the whole team needs work besides the quarterback. Just a, just a, just across the board, they need help. Moving on to 25, we have the Denver Broncos. They are very inconsistent, and they are bad. E- even when the team is on the ups, I do not view them as a very good team. I view them as just like, okay. Moving on to 24, we have the New York Giants. Daniel Jones got the team to three wins. They are now in playoff contention. They have they have an average defense. And if the offense can be average like they were versus Philly, I think they can do it. I think they can make the playoffs. They will lose very badly in the playoffs, but they can make the playoffs. At 23, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. They just keep losing. Yeah, they they also need help across the board like the Bengals do, but the Chargers do have more veterans across the board. That's why I have them higher than the Bengals. 
At 22, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Just the injuries this team has sustained has kept this team down, and I feel bad for the team. It just happens week in and week out where they just cannot get any traction going. That is why they are at 22. At 21, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. With a lot of players returning, I'm not panicking about this team coming off of a loss versus the Giants. They are still first in the division, and Miles Sanders did look very good last week. So, yeah. At number 20, I do have the Carolina I do have the Carolina Panthers. They allowed 46 points. The Panthers just aren't there. They they have a first-year head coach in Matt Rule, first-year offensive coordinator, first-year defensive coordinator, and Christian McCaffrey just cannot stay healthy. I think the coaches have done a very good job, but the team just needs more talent. Simple as that. At 19, I have the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons have won three of their last four, and I think they can beat a breezeless Saints team when coming off of a bye week. So this Falcons team, if they can make a run at the end of this season like they did last season, they still don't make the playoffs, but that would be cool, I guess. At 18, I have the Chicago Bears. The Bears' offense is just horrendous. A funny stat that I saw was that Coral is that Cordale Patterson has more kick returning yards than the Bears' team has rushing yards. The offense is terrible. Matt Nagy should probably be fired because you've been there for three years and nothing has happened. And uh, yeah, they have a great defense, but that offense is holding them back from even being good. Moving on to 17, I have the New England Patriots. They beat a top-tier team with a team full of no-names, basically. The coaching is incredible, as you know, when the players are efficient, they tend to win games, and they tend to keep it close with a team like the Chiefs. They tend to beat a team like the Ravens. So I figure if the players can be consistent, they can they can make a run, but that's a but that's a pretty big ask, considering they are 4-5. and five. At 16, at the middle of the pack, I do have the Minnesota Vikings. They're on a three-game winning streak. You cannot deny it. They are winning games, and they beat a team like the Packers. They, beat, they have beaten a very good team with the Packers. They have beaten a bad team with the Lions, and they beat a middle-of-the-pack team in the Bears. So they've won at all three levels. They are they are not a playoff team, but if they do extend the winning streak to four, then they could potentially sneak in. At 15, I have the Cleveland Browns. The stellar rushing game is back, and it looks great. But the passing game, the it's it's this bad passing game that Baker Mayfield is the quarterback of. If they can if the passing game can be on, they are they they are a very good team if the passing game is on. We saw it versus Cincinnati when Baker Mayfield went insane. But they're simply not there. Baker Mayfield is either pretty good or very bad. There is hardly any in between. The defense is okay and Miles Garrett does look fucking awesome this season. He is going to wreak havoc for a decade. He looks incredible. Moving on to number 14. Now, I would like to dis- to uh, put a disclaimer of this. With number 14 through 3, 
is very close. I just would like to say that. There are a lot of very good teams this season. I think in the AFC, there are like six, six, and three teams. There are a lot of very good teams this season. So 14 through three, these 11 spots, I kid you not, are basically interchangeable, except for like major jumps. Like you can't like bring three down to 14, but we'll see. Number 14, I have the Tennessee Titans. The defense is very bad as Tannehill and crew continue to disappoint. They can still hit a stride, and it will be scary as we saw last season, but they find themselves at the bottom of the very good teams after a bad loss to the Colts. At 13, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. They're they're a very good team, and I do like them as I've learned more about them, but I will refrain from talking more about them until I watch them play the Chiefs again because I feel like this game versus the Chiefs will kind of show what they are. At number 12, I have the Indianapolis Colts. I do not trust their offense, but their defense looks awesome. Phillip Rivers is inconsistent, and I I, I just simply cannot be super happy about that offense. I think the off just with Philip Rivers heading the offense, it's gonna be inconsistent, and the defense, they, they just simply cannot beat the top top tier teams. We saw it, we we saw it happen versus the Ravens. At eleven, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Same deal with the Colts. I do not trust the offense, but they have a great defense. And, I mean, they will be in a lot of games. Their defense, we just witnessed their defense stop Russell Wilson and hold the Seattle team to 16 points. That is an accomplishment that just simply does not happen. Jared Goff needs a true star wide receiver or running back. It desperately needs to happen if this offense wants to go back to the 2017. At number 10, I have the Seattle Seahawks, the lowest they've been this season. Russell Wilson has turned the ball over 13 times this season, and they're just slowly just descending. The defense does them no favors at all because they seem historically bad to me, while the offense is just looking super shaky right now. They need Chris Carson back, and they need Russell to tighten it up, which I think he will because he's Russell Wilson. He's a, he is, excuse me, He is a phenomenal quarterback, and I think he will tighten it up. But will it be enough when you're in a division that's super close with the Cardinals and the Rams when you've lost to both of those teams? I guess we'll see tomorrow night. At number nine, I have the Miami Dolphins. They have an impeccable defense. The offense is interesting as they have a rookie quarterback in, but that defense is awesome and can win them games and will keep them in the game no matter who they are playing. We have seen. We've seen their defense and special teams win them a game versus a really good team like the Rams are. So the Dolphins, when their offense is on, they look really good. And when their offense is off, well, their defense and special teams are there to create turnovers and create points. At number eight, I have the Buffalo Bills. I do not hold the Cardinals loss against them. They gave up 30 Two points versus a very dynamic Cardinals offense. And, I mean, they scored 30 points versus a good defense, so I do view the offense as back. But the defense does need work. Despite, 
Like, you know, they gave up 32 points to a dynamic offense, but giving up 32 points in general, mm -mm. you you cannot feel confident after doing that. At number seven, I have the Buccaneers. After a dominating win over Carolina where they scored 46 points, I do feel good about this team, but you cannot expect us to just forget about a 38-3 loss. I need to see it consistently. The offense, as I've said the whole season, as everyone said the whole season, is scary talented, and the defense can control the line of scrimmage, but I need to see them do it more and more and more because you can't just go from 38-3 to to 46 to, I believe it was 23, and just expect, you know, and expect like all to be well. At number six, I have the Arizona Cardinals. They picked up a huge win in insane fashion. Kyler Murray is currently an MVP candidate, and their offense in general is so dynamic. Kyler Murray, he is this year's Lamar Jackson, and it's so awesome to watch. He he is this year's Lamar Jackson if, if, if Lamar Jackson had a better arm, and their defense is good enough to hold teams, but their offense is obviously their bread and butter. If they can get a better offensive line going, then this is going to be a phenomenal offense for years to come. Entering the top five, we have the Green Bay Packers at number five. When you have Aaron Rodgers, you have a team that can beat anyone, but but their mediocre defense does hold them back from being a top, top team. But when you have Aaron Rodgers, you can simply outscore people. You do have you do have Alan Lazard coming back, so I expect the offense to be better. And um, yeah, the defense once once the cornerback groups group gets healthy, I expect them to be better as well. At number four, I have the New Orleans Saints. They did win this week, but ultimately losing Drew Brees for a few weeks is a major loss when you consider the tight race for the NFC South with the Bucks. The Saints have a good enough offense, I mean, excuse me, defense to hold teams while the offense with Jameis can hopefully just hopefully be explosive enough to 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 pull out wins versus Atlanta and Denver. At number three, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I know they've lost two of the last three, and do not get me wrong, I am worried about this team. But I simply do not feel confident putting a Drew Brees-less Saints team at number three, a near-Jacksonville-loss Packers team at number three, or or an inconsistent Buccaneers team here, and the Cardinals just simply aren't at this point to me. Lamar Jackson might not be the same player, but he is still super dangerous and to say or even think otherwise is silly. And even when he's not dangerous, their defense is beyond scary. And in a game like like that versus, versus the Patriots, they were forced to throw the ball late in the game in that weather. If they're playing if they're if if they're playing inside of a dome or something that can be an entirely different outcome. Moving on to the top two, the two top teams, I consider them two to be in just a league of their own. At number two, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. 
one of the most dangerous offenses of all time, if not the most dangerous offense of all time. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid find new ways to innovate every week, and it is awesome to watch. They have a great defense, and their rushing game with Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards-Elaire, you cannot forget that they have two good backs back there. So, so, so as they are number two, you can make a strong case for, for them to be the top team in the league. And playing the Raiders this week, they can redeem that loss they had earlier in the season. Then if they do redeem that loss, that case for that case for number one gets even stronger. So yeah, they have the best quarterback, they have the most dynamic offense, and a great defense. So the Chiefs find themselves at number two, but do not get me wrong, that is not an insult. Moving on to number one, the top team in the league for I believe the fourth week straight. It could it could be the fourth week straight. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. They just keep winning. Pittsburgh has a borderline top five offense mixed with the best defense in the league. Yes, I do know the offense is a bit inconsistent, but a great defense can cancel that out. And to call Pittsburgh's offense inconsistent, I'm not putting them at the same level as the Titans or the Colts because even when Pittsburgh's offense is inconsistent, it is undeniably better than those two teams' offenses. That's why the Pittsburgh Steelers remain number one. They are 9-0, and and I wouldn't be shocked if they found their way to be 9-1 and this week versus a Jake Luton-led Jacksonville team. That's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. This has been the Stuttering Sports Show Week 11 Power Rankings. Follow me on Twitter at Stuttering Prods. That's Stuttering P-R-O-D-S. And Instagram at That Guy Who Talks About These Sports. I will have an updated MVP race ranking today. So, yeah. Hope you enjoyed and have a good one. See you tomorrow with Newsline Thursday.